0: This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello, and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is
1: your name? Hi, I'm Tim Johnson. And what would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? Wow, uh, I guess to have fun and just meet lots of new people. That's what would, I would say is my mission in the world of line dance. I don't know. Do you do any teaching or choreography? Uh, I do do some choreography. Uh, I've done some stuff that people may know, um, things like Strip That Down, which I did with Maggie Gallagher, Tick, Tick, Boom, which I did with Debbie and J.P. Madge from over in Europe, um, and a few others Say Yes, um, Throw It Back. So there's a couple out there that people may know.
0: Okay. How did you get started in line dance? Uh,
1: wow. Um, funnily enough, when I was 13, um, one of my best friends who... Our dads were friends. They were both electricians. They went to college together, and I'd known him since we were kids, and I never knew that he line danced and one day we were walking home from school and he said to me do I fancy coming line dancing and uh, after laughing for about half an hour I decided yeah I'll go and join him and see what it's all about and just got my first dance and was addicted after that just stayed forever
0: <laughs> how is it that you move the way that you do because you have such strength and crisp control in your movement like I, I look at at Darren and Fred. This is Darren Bailey, Fred Whitehouse, and you. And you're all in like the same family of movement, of just like manly, precise, and still graceful power. Where does that come from, would you I, say?
1: I don't know, but to be mentioned in the, in the <laughs> same sentence with those two, is, it, for me, it's a massive honour. Um, I mean, for me, I, I, as I said, I started when I was 13. I've Dancing's always been sort of something that's in my blood. I mean, obviously, probably for a lot of people that are in any dance world, Michael Jackson was a huge influence for me growing up. Um, And I just, I was obsessed watching him move. What what a great dancer. Um, And as time went on, and funnily enough, I went to a lot of the same events as, as Fred and Darren. Um, I didn't actually know them back then. Funnily enough, um, we found out subsequently now that you know I, I know them well. That we were at a lot of events at the same time, um, and again probably similar influences to them. People like Glen Bull back in the day. Um, Learned a lot of stuff from really just travelling around. That would be my, my biggest advice for people wanting to learn to to learn different styles of dance is to is to go to lots of different events, look at different dances, you know, and, and pick what it is that you like about them, and then and then and then practice. Um, yeah, you know, embarrassingly, as I, when I was younger, probably in my late teens through to my mid-20s, maybe even now, but I won't admit to that, there's uh, a lot of practicing watching stuff on YouTube. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of any isolation-type movement, popping, locking, house, that sort of real funky style is, is what I love. And so that's what I try and find and imitate and, and, and do. Is that uh,
0: the sort of choreography that you tend to lean toward, would you say?
1: Or? I, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always... For me choreography is about I, I, I want to bring stuff out that I hear a bit of music and go oh man I've got an idea for that I need to get that out there and, and so that's generally what I do so it's not for me it's not about pumping out lots and lots of dances it's about hearing a bit of music and going I really want to do something for this because I can feel something here there's, there's a move there that I want to do and then build from there but yeah definitely from my, my style what, what I would bring out is going to be majority sort of funky and fun and all upbeat I would imagine.
0: Now, for somebody who's traveled as you have, is there anything that you would recommend that makes the traveler's life easier? Do you have uh, a certain uh, checklist of things that you always pack? Do you have buddies that you go with to be sure everything goes smoothly?
1: Absolutely. Always find someone that you can travel with that is, is comfortable to go to the events with you. Um, I would say research the event first if you've not done it before. Reach out to the dance community. You'll be surprised. You could, you could know Someone you may never have spoken to before, you could say, what's this event like? The organizers are fantastic. If you're ever unsure about... Connections, Um, I have to say American events are are brilliantly connected, Um, normally very close to airports, really easy shuttle buses, very very simple to get to for for UK and Europe travel, Um, but I always find the organisers are brilliant and they're very welcoming and want new people at their events, so do that. Um, If you're sort of UK, Europe, coming over to America, big time difference, my advice would be bring stuff on the plane that's going to make it comfortable. Pillow, um, like an eye blind, maybe some earplugs because you are going to need some rest because I promise you when you hit the ground this side, all the fun is going to start. So you need to be ready and rested when you get here. Um, And similar thing for when you're going home as well, just, you know, pack some comfortable clothes for when you're traveling back. Um, But definitely my advice would be um, as well as all those things, is to definitely get out and do these events. Don't be put off by a distance or a concern. You know, reach out to people in the community, those directors, and, and, and get yourself to the events. They're fun.
0: As somebody from the UK, <clears throat> are there dances that you've seen at every event over there that you're surprised aren't over here?
1: Um, no, actually. Strangely mm. enough, I have to say, for, for the majority of the really popular stuff, that tends to go across... So in terms of in the UK, when I travel in, in Europe, and also over in the US, they tend to stick. But there are some elements that tend to sit more one side or the other. So in terms of uh, over here in the US, you have all the soul dancing stuff, which is brilliant. Watching people like Miss Georgia, that's. I mean, to me, I actually sat in that room for a little bit yesterday, and it was just, what a great place to be. I mean, real like, love for dance and move and music, it's fantastic. So... That, you know, there's some real key elements and again Europe the way a Europe event to a US event and a UK event all run very different and it's great to get out there um, again and experience those events really see what it is that that um is happening and how it changes so like for example here in Windy City where you've got the multiple rooms and you've got your programme and it's you know, it's amazingly scheduled and there's lots to choose from to UK events where you tend to have just the one room to a lot of European events where they also um, sort of accommodate for a lot of food as well and you actually have a lunch break and you get to sit down with other dancers and really have that time to, to get to know people because I know we all experience that same thing of coming to events, and there's so many people you want to catch up with, and you always find yourself on the day that it's it's over saying, "I'm really sorry I didn't get to spend time." You know, you and you, me and you were having this chat only five minutes ago that <laughs> we didn't get to spend enough time this weekend. Right? So, um, you know, that's it's it's good to experience these different events, and there's really there's great things from each of them that you can you can pick from, and you'll you'll really grow as a dancer and and within the community as well. It's, it's great, I love it.
0: Now I finally learned somebody like you I have not yet learned Human Dancer I've been told I should learn Moni Moni I think Rob Fowler yeah. recommended that one are there any other good dances to have you in your back pocket for for a UK event
1: like uh, awards or anything like again it, it depends which one you're going <laughs> to go to um, really so C- Crystal Boot Awards I mean I, I'll, I've only been to one Crystal Boot Awards and actually it was the 20th anniversary so it was more focused towards the legacy stuff so mm. there was a lot a lot of Moni Moni Billy Be Bad uh, Hot Tamales seven nights to rock all the real types of classics and again they're the ones that i find wherever you go if you put those on people will know Hmm. um i I, personally i wouldn't say there is really if you just keep up with a lot of the modern stuff you'll be you'll normally be quite good i tend to say fred whitehouse's stuff shane's stuff um simon all those they they tend to really cross you know europe uk and us so i would say check out what they're doing at the moment and again perhaps I, i always check out videos um on youtube of that event and kind of get an idea of where the style is and, and the level and, and the types that people are, are dancing in those places now you mentioned
0: before we started recording having had a, a pretty decent breakfast for you know being uh, in a hotel and traveling across the Compared ocean
2: to, um, Americans,
0: <laughs> and i'm curious how is it that you managed to stay uh, fed and and rested <laughs> Even abroad,
1: <laughs> um. rest, rest is a push. <laughs> um I mean, again, it's just about planning your day, it, oh, it, yeah. knowing what knowing what it's like. I mean, I uh, unfortunately I couldn't quite get into this hotel this year, sadly. um So I'm actually staying at it Just happened to have breakfast, but prior to that, when I came here last year, I made sure that I had some stuff. I went to the shop beforehand and just yes. grabbed a couple of bits, so that we've got you know. Things that we need, um, and again, just listen to your body. Really, you you know you'll know when you're getting to that point that you need to go and take a break. So check those programs, check those sort of dance schedule times. You know, do you need to be there at seven 8, you know seven p.m. as the doors open? Is, is that how you sort of you want to work your line dance life, or are you okay to sort of turn up an hour and a half later and spend you know stay a bit later on? Or you know, obviously, everybody knows what they would prefer and. Again, my advice is how I tend to deal with it is looking at the program and going, yeah, I really want to learn that, especially here at Windy City. Again, love how they do this. Um, for those that haven't been, so you have the, the Friday and the Saturday where it's all new teachers and then Sunday it's just a review day. So that really helped me today. So as a, you know, come yesterday, I was feeling a bit tired and there was a couple of things that I wanted to do and I could actually hit them on the reviews today and, and go and get a bit of rest yesterday to then be able to do the social part in the evening. Mm-hmm. Megan, do you have additional questions? As I unclip my mic.
2: Um... So other than just UK, where is home?
1: Uh, Well, home for me, it's a really small place called Fleet, um, which is sort of south of London, near Ascot, Windsor, where the wedding was. So, yeah.
2: Okay, awesome. Now, back home, are there any particular events that are must-not-miss events for you?
1: For me, yes, definitely. Uh, There's a Bossy Boots event uh, at the beginning of the year in January, um, it's called Strictly Line Dance. It's an advanced weekend. Um, the thing sells out like lightning, but it is a brilliant event if you can get to it. Um, as I say, it's based in Stoke-on-Trent. It's really good. Again, if you were thinking about it from a Europe or US perspective, it's actually quite a good place to get to as well because the venue is directly opposite the train station. I mean, it's no more than a couple of feet across a road. It's, it's brilliant. So you can fly into any airport, really, in the UK, and you can get a train directly from there to Stoke and then do it. Uh, but that event is just a fantastic event we have the entire hotel for the whole weekend um, and it's always as I say you've got people like Fred Whitehouse there you've got Shane Guillaume Rebecca and it's it's a brilliant event wonderful atmosphere a lot of uh, Danish Swedish English it's a br- you know I'd love to see more US there which is why I'm really like let's talk about this let see if we get some more US people to come to this event because I really think they would enjoy it awesome. but that um, and also World Dance Masters of course if you've never done that before because that's a great event in terms of socially and getting to watch the uh, competition dance is a real experience as well if you've not done that before and of course watching the show which is just world class you know hats off to the guys at world dance masters every year that gets better i've now been for probably the last four years in a row and it just keeps getting better so that's another really good event crystal boots if you can make it again really really great event i've only been once and i loved it i would love to go again but again very difficult event to get into because it was very very busy but when i've been i have to say atmosphere was electric great event to do
2: Awesome. So now, unfortunately, we don't see you a whole lot this side of the pond. I know. What is it about Windy City that keeps bringing you back?
1: Uh, so Windy City for me was one that I've always wanted to do. Um, it was probably one of the first ones that was publicized really well in terms of the internet. I mean, now we have all this fantastic connection across the um, line dance community. like What, what you guys do, uh, the guys at um, Seven Hours Media do, it, it makes it so much easier to see these events and see what's going on. But before all that was a thing, I remember seeing clips of Windy City, you know, and it was really, and funny enough, I was having this conversation earlier, and I said to someone, is that the one with the big circular lights on the roof? Because it was the only thing that I could really distinguish it from anything else. But I kept seeing this same room, and I thought, that's one I really want to go to. And then uh, last year, the opportunity came to be able to come here, and I was like, I'm 100% going, definitely, definitely. Um, and I'd I continue to come every year if I could, I really would, it's just a great event. I, I love how it's run. Um, I love all the rooms the convenience of it as I say travelling from the UK it's, it's it's great to be able to get off the plane there's literally a coach that takes two seconds to get to the um, hotel and everything's in one place it's really simple
2: so last year was your first Windy City
1: last year was my first US events in total oh wow so I, did, I yeah. feel very
2: special that it was our f- well my first Windy City as well oh was it yes, I didn't know that I, was, I thought it was you have it was his second but my first wow ah. um And I do have to say, although I never specifically competed in choreography, I was always helping assist Chris, whether it was his dance or one that we wrote together. Yeah. And I know for me, competing was one of my favorite parts because I got to meet so many amazing people and through that, like have this fun camaraderie. Hmm. What was it about competing for you that you really, really enjoyed?
1: Um, for me it was, it was again something I, I've never really wanted to do the competition side in terms of actually just the dancing but the choreography again because throughout my life I kind of heard that music and gone oh, I like that movement I want to do this and do this and friends had always said to me you you, know, you should really give that a go you should, you should do it you should do it um, and one of those people was Maggie Gallagher who was every time I saw her it's like hey are you writing dances yet no not yet and um, she's been again a, a wonderful help just on the side uh, just a shout out to Maggie because she's great um, but I just decided it was something I really wanted to do and exactly like you actually, once you do it you find you're suddenly welcomed into this whole other section of the community and it's, that's why I say to people about coming to events and anything they do reach out to the community, you'd be really surprised but yeah, exactly like you, I found that you become part of a, just another piece of, of this great world and it's, it's, it's brilliant and I love what's happened so far I'm excited to see what's going to happen from here on in um, and it's I, I do it because I love it I, I genuinely do it because I love it it's, it's its just wanting to give something back you know this is something I've done for god 20 plus years and I you know if if it's just giving a dance back that someone then comes up and says I really enjoyed that that's enough that's brilliant you know and I was oh, I have to say I was overwhelmed last year with the feedback from Strip That Down was unbelievable I was i was genuinely blown away last year of, of, of a dance that, um, that I wrote with Maggie and it, that just went so viral it's fantastic
2: awesome so now you spoke of hoping you're looking forward to seeing where it all goes what are your other than your mission yeah. what are your hopes of staying in the community in the sense of like do you want to just stay as dancer keep choreographing when you feel the need to occasionally teach is your goal to become one of the instructors that gets the luxury of travelling all over the world
1: uh, I mean yes I guess is the short answer I would yeah I, I mean who wouldn't want to do that come on yeah. who wouldn't want to live that dream uh, and go yeah let's just go everywhere and teach everywhere um, unfortunately reality for me is um, I do have a, a job outside of this um, which is is quite a good job am very lucky in that respect uh, but this yes I, I definitely want to get into choreographing more teaching more um, coming to the events and just being part of that event um, and helping people have that good time and if I can pass on a bit of knowledge, you know, as Chris asked in terms of how I dance, if I can, if I can find a way to pass that on to someone and give them just something, they go, oh yeah, you know, I've always wanted to have a moonwalk or perhaps do a bit of locking or whatever. If I can give them that bit or give them a dance that gives that feeling that I have, brilliant. So yes, that for me, the future for me is, I, you know, I'm going to keep choreographing as I see music. Um, I've got some friends that, who keep bugging me and we're, we're trying to get together and do it. But again, because some are over here, some in Europe, it's, it's difficult to find that time. But, you know, as and when we do, we're, we're going to get those out and, and get that done. So, yes, that's a really long answer to what you've just asked. So, yes, yeah, so just to become part of that.
2: So now I'm still very, very fresh in the line dance community. And it comes at no surprise when I say I look up to people such as Rachel yeah. and Joe.
1: Who doesn't? Because
2: they're amazing. <laughs> but i also don't know a whole lot of the history and like all of these people that were in it 10 years ago 20 years ago however yeah. long because i've only been exposed to it for for a short time i know you mentioned someone earlier that uh you, yeah. yeah um is there anybody else that you kind of grew up in your experience with?
1: Uh, well, yeah, the ori- what was the original um, Masters in Line? So it started as superstars, and my brain now from a whole weekend of exciting and oh, dancing yeah. is a little bit short for names, but uh, yes, there was original was the superstars, one of which was Glen Ball. Rachel, uh, from memory, was in there as well. Um, that then changed to the Masters in Line team, um, and there was a few of them in there that were just just unbelievable and rachel is is one of those people who's just been a consistent uh you know and we miss you rachel can't wait to have you back on the circuit more
2: florida yeah florida line dance classic in Um, december uh
1: yes and it just there's all of that sort of stuff and it's, it's great to see people like rachel you know and obviously rob rob was a huge influence for me um because that was when when i started was when things like the beast and adam's ale were all coming out and it was there was a lot of Uh, focus on Rob and then a lot of the new line was starting to kind of creep in with things like I remember learning new flow and that was quite new um, and how it it all started to change and I think it's there's more recognition for uh, choreographers now than there was back then Um, because I I don't recall from the beginning I just remember thinking I really like that dance Um, whereas now you're very aware of who the uh, choreographer was and what type of style it is and what type of movement I think the it's grown massively in my opinion in the last probably 10 to 12 years there's been far more understanding and the dancers have become far more advanced and yeah it's 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 great but there are lots of different people and i have to admit at the moment my brain is not letting me remember the names but yes there were some fantastic people but mainly the masters crew which has now turned into world dance masters and then separately from that all the people that have been brought up through uh you know connections with people like rachel who've continued on
2: Um, So you've given a lot of advice in the, what, 10 or 15 minutes that we're at? 18. 18 minutes. Wow. Um, For someone who's just starting out and they've gone to maybe an event or two, Mm -hmm. um, is there anything that you can pass on your experience-wise to actually get them out there more or maybe trying different levels of dance or styles of dance? or Is there some type of...
1: As, as a dancer, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Maybe encourage encouraging. Somehow.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it, it's about feeling comfortable. That, to me, I think is the, the biggest... Whenever I talk to anybody um, and we talk about different types of dance, because, again, you guys have seen me on the floor, I'll, I'll quite happily dance anything from tush-push all the way through to something that's got 165 million steps in it. Um, and it's about... For me, it's always people say, oh, well, I, I don't feel comfortable, I don't want to do that, I'm never going to be able to do that. And... I think it really comes down to uh, taking it, taking a bit of time. If you know it takes you a bit longer to learn the dance, then take it away. There's loads of clips on YouTube. There's absolutely no shaming learning it at home and then coming and going to the class and uh, watching the choreographer. And again, <clears throat> excuse me, pull them to one side. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Pull the choreographer to one side and just ask them uh, for advice on how, how does this step work, how does that step work. Um, but sort of start off slow, build yourself up. You know, when it's music that you love, um, follow it, really, and you know, go from beginner to intermediate and work your way up. Um, and just, again, the community around you will, will help, definitely. I've learned lots from people around me. I've just asked. That's how it's come through the years.
2: Awesome. I could probably sit here and chat with you all day, but I'll see if Christopher has any more there questions you. for you.
0: Well, I'm curious for those who
1: might want to get in contact with you, What is the best way that they can reach out to you? Uh, Definitely Facebook is probably the easiest way. Um, I have to say, unfortunately, because of my job, I can't always be on social media um, because I know there are a lot of people out there that respond quite quick. Uh, Sadly, I'm not one of those people, so please don't be offended if I don't come back straight away, but send me a message on social media and I'll be able to come back to you just as soon as I can. How do you spell your name? Uh, So Mm -hmm. I'm under Tim Johnson, so T-I-M, and Johnson is J-O-H-N-S-O-N. H. H. You really are from the UK. I am, Definitely.
0: All right, well, I'm curious. Out of all the dances that exist in line dance history, whether it's one of somebody else's, one of your own, old, new, if
1: there were one dance that you would recommend for everyone to learn, what would that dance be? Wow. This is totally my personal opinion. My absolute favorite dance of all time that I feel everybody should learn because it's just a great, fun dance is Wild Wild West. It's always been my absolute favorite, and again, remember seeing Rachel do it and just standing on the corner of the dance floor, thinking, "I need to learn that dance."
2: Fred mm-hmm. sold it for me. It yeah, was Fred, hands down. Yes. And that was by Jason Cameron, and I can't remember. I want to say
1: Jerry Seibel. I think Seibel <laughs> is the right last name. I believe, yeah. But yeah, to yeah, to the old Will Smith track. But it's just what a great fun dance. It's a, actually a good entry into sort of intermediate, moving into advanced type dance Um, because there are some moves in there that are, if you do it with all the body rolls, it can be advanced, but you can sort of break it down to an intermediate level, but really fun dance, and I I just love it. It's my favorite.
0: All right, well, thank you very much for sitting down here with uh, Megan and myself on Lion Dance Podcast. Thank you for the invite. Until next time, we will see see you on on the the dance floor. floor.